Hi, this is Leva Bates, and you're listening to the Oversaw Podcast. Da 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 da. You better enjoy it or else. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 21 of the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I am Mike. And we are here to talk a little professional wrestling. Before we get started, I wanted to thank you for our sponsor, Amazon.com. Head over to OversellPodcast.com. Click on the Amazon link. I mean, you're going to shop on Amazon anyway, right, Mike? Everybody does. Everybody does. Do it through Oversell Podcast. You'll help us out a little bit. You don't. There's no hidden fees and extra fees or anything like that. We just get a small commission on anything that is sold through our link. So help us out. Buy some stuff off of Amazon. You're going to shop there anyway. Why not do it through OversellPodcast.com? Also, be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast. I am at Shropenuts, S-C-H-R-O-E-P-N-U-T-S. At WolfMike23. And let's go ahead, before we get started, get some plugs out of the way. want to be sure you're listening to other great wrestling podcasts. Uh, my buddy Shaggy and Corey down at the Three-Handled Moss-Covered Wrestling Podcast. They are at TTHMC Podcast on Twitter. Give them a follow. Go listen to it. They have some funny stuff. I think we would take them in a Hell in a Cell batch, though. That would be interesting. <laughs> you know what? How about the first ever Hell in a Cell Inferno match? As long as Undertaker's not in it, I think we're okay. Well, if Undertaker's in it, we got a better chance of winning, <laughs> especially if he's on their side. He loses. He always loses those matches. Like the, the true, but that means we're getting thrown off. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> and then into some fire. Also, be sure to check out the Matt Men podcast. They are at Matt Men Podcast. Matt with one T. Uh, my buddy up in Indiana, K Fabe Connection. Great podcast. Guy has great insights. Watches a lot of independent wrestling and. Uh, Always, he puts on a really solid show. Uh, off the top of my head, oh, uh, Word of the Bay co- podcast from our buddy Kyle, and all the Shark Dropper podcasts. Doppel Avenue Hurt season two is going on. Be sure to check them out. Thanks, Kyle, once again for coming on last week. Now let's get to a little wrestling talk. Okay. Uh, this past Friday night, me and producer George, we went and watched Marvel Elite Wrestling, and the minute George walked in. To the arena. Oh, well, okay, I won't say arena, but <laughs> the minute George walked into MEW, he was like, this is, this is not what I was expecting. And they put on a, such a solid show. They had the... Uh, Did he say what he was expecting? Like, why, Yeah, he was, was expecting, yeah. like, uh, you know, just something in a parking lot or at a pawn shop, you know, <laughs> something like that. But, you know, they had seats in rows. Uh, uh, they had... A nice ring. He he thought the ring was extremely nice for what we were watching. Right. I mean, and not that anything. I, I love MEW. Um, Can you tell the size of the ring? Not. All, I can't tell just by looking. I'm. Right. Uh, it's it's not, not like a, I don't. It doesn't look as big as a WWE ring, but it, it's got some good size to it. Like um, a WCW size eighteen or so. Yeah, maybe. I maybe. I don't know. Just curious. I'm gonna make it out there at some point. Yes. Yes. Probably we all are. I think Dan's gonna get out and. Um. Josh McLean hosts a KO Radio on the local X app. I forgot to plug him earlier. Please don't hurt me, Josh. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, they had this tag team called the Vikings, and these guys like we all know the true story of wrestling. You know, we kind of put it behind us, but this guy like 
I, I, he legit scared me. <laughs> he he brought a he picked up a chair, and he flung it over his head. And when he came to the other the ropes where me and George were close to sitting, he brought it down. I was like, oh shit, he's gonna hit someone with a <laughs> fucking table, and he didn't. And he he just looked legitimately scary and psycho. Did he look like a Viking? Yeah, you know, if he looked like as soon as you said that, the first thing that popped to my head was the Highlanders. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was <laughs> he he looked like Rory. <laughs> okay. He he looked like Rory. I'm sold. Um big burly dude, just he scared the crap out of me. He didn't wrestle with shoes on. So who knows what he was tracking in through the ring. Wow. There's another tag team called the Hooligans. They were these guys in overalls, um, you know, bearded up. They look like bearded up hillbillies. It's a hillbilly gym. Kind of, kind of, but like more West Memphis. <laughs> okay. But they... Yeah, local hillbillies. And they didn't yeah. wrestle in shoes either. I'm like, what are you people... Is there like a no-shoe policy <laughs> in AEW? <laughs> no, no. And they... Uh, they came out to open the show, and they came out against Diamond Inc. and did a promo. They were the main event was a triple threat tag team match, which ended up being a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> they came out in the crowd and were flinging stuff and fighting all over the everywhere, and they beat the hell out of each other. Um, and George is like pushing me to get out of the way. George is trying to save my life, and <laughs> you know we just we just didn't get want to get hit by the Vikings. Like George, w- George will agree with me, and he's in the chat room right now. Uh, George will say that dude was pretty scary, <laughs> and now they are at Viking War Party on Twitter. Give them a follow. Uh, <laughs> I I wait until you see these guys, man. The the one dude just he all he kept saying was I'm going to strangle you, I'm going to rip your head. You know that's all he said, which added to how crazy he seemed. Uh, also, Dell Tucker had a match against. Chris Lex, which was really good, had a great finish. Um, Del Tucker, he is, you know, he get, he gets a lot of heat for looking like CM Punk, mm-hmm. but he plays off of it well. He interacts with the crowd. He's a great heel. Um, he uh, he's just all around good. He's solid on the mic, great in the ring, has good charisma. Even if it's a heel, it's heel charisma. Right, so he's. Right. Um, he's going into uh, at their survival elite show October third. He's going to be fighting our buddy Austin Lane for the Marvel Elite Wrestling TV title. Okay, and that th- I guarantee you that match that match may steal the show because Austin is a great worker and Dell Tucker is an amazing worker too. Uh, who else? Um, Alan Steele had a match. He took on this green guy named DJ. I don't want to say DJ Jones or something like that. It worked really well. I mean, Alan is Alan's awesome. Right. Great personality. He is so hated in <laughs> MEW. Uh, he's doing his job. Yeah, exactly. Um, Assuming he's heel. He is heel. <laughs> okay. He is heel. <laughs> um, and he had some great spots with uh, this this wrestler he was facing, and it was just everything was just solid. You know, uh, this, some some moves look stiff, stiff right. like um, he does a spine buster, and it was pretty damn stiff. It looked like, and some moves he would do was like, you know, make, made you kind of cringe a little bit. Emmy George says MEW fans don't appreciate a good heel. Well, <laughs> they're booing them, so 
he, they're so doing he's, the, he's doing it right. Yeah, he's doing it right, and they're doing the right thing by booing him. Uh, I think and then that. Let's see what other matches did we have. You know, we had the triple threat between the Hooligans and Diamond Inc. and the Vikings, and yeah, like when the Vikings tag team match started, dude, just the crazy one just came in and start grabbing empty chairs, and. <laughs> Um, he just started throwing them in the ring for no reason. Like, you can't use these in a match. You're going to get disqualified. You know that, right? And he's just, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> oh, and after, so uh, I forgot. I actually forgot who went over on that match. I think Diamond Inc. went over by DQ. Okay. Um, and after the show, this is what impressed me about MEW. Um, Tattoo and Reno came out and were talking to people in the crowd. And Tattoo came up and Talked to me and George. He he. I think he's seen me there at a show before, and he saw. He realized it was George's first time going to MEW, and thanked him for coming out. Told him, hope he asked if he enjoyed the show. Which George, you can tell us in the tra- chat room. I really hope that uh, you had a good time. I, I think you're already addicted to MEW. I was addicted to MEW after the first time I went, and I even told Alan Steele. I talked to him, and I I said, dude. I get more excitement watching an MEW show than I do Raw because it's all about the wrestling. Right. It's all about telling stories in the ring. You know, They don't have a setup to where they do these dumb backstage interviews. It's about the product and not the production. Right, right. They still play to the crowd. Right. I love playing to the crowd. I love when people, you know, Del Tucker is amazing at interacting with the crowd because he's such a, he has a quick wit and he's a good heel. And someone called him, a fake-ass CM Punk behind him. There's this big dude in MEW. Like, when you go, you won't miss the guy. And he <laughs> he, he gets into it with the wrestlers, and he just he plays to the crowd. <laughs> George says, I'm addicted as long as I get to see more Vikings and West Memphis rednecks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, just what you've told me, I'm sold on the Vikings. Like, I want a, I want a Vikings shirt yeah, right now. And um, George uh, put a video on Twitter, and... Um, it's a it's of the crazy dude running around with chairs, but a, another thing after the show it was that they announced this kid's birthday party that was sitting in front of us, and they asked him, "Hey man, co- after the show, come on in the ring and look at the ring." And the kid was just crying, like <laughs> you would have thought like they were asking him to chop both arms off and give it to him. He was crying so bad. And finally, one of the wrestlers got close to him and he hid behind his mom and. I mean, the kid was crying louder than some of the wrestlers are screaming that night. <laughs> but, but it, and as we were leaving the show, me and George were walking out and talking, and we uh, walked by Chris Lex, who's one of their main event stars. Oh, uh, there was an interaction between Derek King, Chris Lex, and Alan Steele. October 3rd, they're going to be in a triple threat match for the Supreme Heavyweight Championship of MEW. Okay. So after the mat, after Allen's match, he was beaten down on the kitty beat up, and Derek King comes out and makes the save. And then uh, I think Allen starts getting over on him a bit. Chris Lex comes out and takes out Allen, throws Allen against the ropes, and Derek King pushes Chris Lex out of the way and was going to super kick him, and Allen ducked out of the ring. So that set up some animosity between those guys. Like, right. dude, I had him. What were you going to, you know? Uh, so overall, man, MEW is such a fun wrestling show. I enjoy it so much. 
I'm going to go every week um, until I'm going to go. You're not if there's an MEW show, I'm going to be at it, and just wait till you get to see it. I promise you. I'm looking forward to it. And George had a great time. I think he's going to come back out with me. We uh, we were taking a lot of photos and took some couple selfies. You know, because you had to, we had to just because that's the thing now. You had yeah, to. we had to have a little fun. Um, but yeah, that was Marvel Elite Wrestling for the week. And uh, coming up on the show in a couple of weeks, we're going to have Derek King, and we're going to have Tattoo on. And I'm I'm going to try to get Chris Lex on the show. I want to talk to that guy. He seems like a good dude. So that was MEW this week. Uh, came across an article we did on WhatCulture.com. They do a lot of WWE articles, and I wanted to talk about this because it's kind of stupid. As the title says. <laughs> but uh, go ahead and read off the title of the article, Mike. Eight stupidest banned words in the WWE. Words that they are not supposed to say on TV, you know, during promos, anything like that. All right, let's get through, it this, through this list. All right, they started with number eight, Hospital. <laughs> I mean, really. Like, really, what else would we call them? They are told to instead use the phrase medical center. We don't know it's the center. It could be off to the left somewhere. Yeah, that's just... <laughs> it, it's ridiculous that you can't use that word. What? I mean, it it has nothing to do with wrestling. It's not like a, you know, a wrestling jargon or you know right it's not getting color it's not right it's not selling which no one does in the WWE, which they do a ton of in mew well that's good yeah they sell their asses off in mew but i mean hospital is just a regular word it's a place people know what that is uh it's (laughs) george says medical centers sound like the free clinic exactly yeah (laughs) (laughs) what's what's the next term okay let's see what they got next international say what so like we don't we can't say international superstars like bade wear wait bade wear it <laughs> bade wear it that's wow. why that's why we can't say wade that. barrett adrian neville cesaro we can't call them international stars apparently not even like the first line in here the word international is banned because well i'm not quite sure i mean it, it just <laughs> What else do you... Uh, our friends from over the seas, is that what we're going to fucking call them or something? Uh, the guidelines state they should use the word global. Oh. That... To me, they're using... To me, they're using an inferior word for international. <laughs> I don't get it. I, it. I don't either. It's... It's stupid. It's beyond stupid. <laughs> it's stupidest. <laughs> So they don't have international superstars anymore. They just have they, global they have global superstars. Superstars. Okay. Yeah. Great. <clears throat> All right. Next up. That's one thing I don't like about this. It's on every page. They're not just a list. Gotcha. DQ in US, apparently. So I'm gonna guess they want them to actually say them completely disqualification. They want to hear United States. Uh that's all, that's the only reason it can be. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's why why ha- we all know what a DQ is. What does it matter if they say DQ or disqualification? Yeah, and whoever wrote this article has no idea why either, really. Yeah, they're just probably putting their two cents in. But it's just I wanted to talk about 
you know, the actual words that are banned. And like, I t- did I not tell you this was a dumb a list of dumb words <laughs> to have banned? I mean, you can't say U.S. title yet. The United States State title. Title, yeah. Jeez. It, now the one, this one really gets me because this is what they're all big on, but they're not allowed to say sports entertainment. <laughs> Make up your minds. <laughs> are you a wrestling company? Are you a sports entertainment company? What are they now? Just an entertainment company? I don't know, but that really screws up the whole rock thing. The most electrifying man in sports entertainment. God, yeah, they're he, killing their own he, creation. I what? I'm at a loss. Uh, it's I told you, man. These were it's stupid that they ban. They should just use. Let's see. It is stated in the guidelines that the word entertainment was to be used instead of going forward from the date on the memo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. This is awesome. This list is great. So they're basically saying they're going forward. They're. WWE isn't a sports entertainment company. They're just an entertainment company? They're, yeah. But they won't say... What kind like of... Like, this guy on here says, like, you know, be more spe- specific and say pro wrestling entertainment. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. But they're... I mean, hell, wrestling is still in your name. Yeah. <laughs> it should be wrestling entertainment. Right. Just, Why not? Yeah. A, I, I completely agree. They are. George says, it depends on where you are, DQ can mean Dairy Queen. That's true. That, that makes a great point. Thank okay. you, George. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for that keeping us sense. in line there. But that really makes me want to see a Dairy Queen match now. I don't want to know what a Dairy <laughs> Queen match would entail. <laughs> or a no Dairy Queen match. Like, it's like Dixie Queens now. Cause I don't like where this is going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is just so dumb. What's the next one? Faction. What? We can't f- say faction anymore? Apparently not. <laughs> what, are, well, what are we going to call DX? What are we going to call... When we go to Raw Monday, we should have posters that just have all of these listed <laughs> on there. It's like, <laughs> New Day is our favorite <laughs> faction. <laughs> we want them in a Dairy Queen match. <laughs> <laughs> a no DQ. <laughs> a US no DQ match. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a U.S. But like, no but what's what's why not call them a faction? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Are you, they just want to call them groups? Um, yeah, Te- basically, group is the word on here. <sighs> that faction sounds so much cooler. I mean, hell, there's even something you could watch on um, the WWE Network that's. <laughs> the, greatest the greatest factions, factions. and now it's a banned yeah. word, so they're going to go edit that out on the WWE Network? How legit is this article? Because some of these are ridiculous. <laughs> it has to be. You saw the memo, right? It like went out a long time ago. Well, yeah, I saw that, yeah. I bet you some of those are in it. I mean, that's what they're saying. I'm about to give up on this shit. Interesting. They can't say interesting. Interesting, yeah. What an interesting turn. What an interesting promo. Like, you should say that about every Bray Wyatt promo. I. That's just a... That has nothing to do with wrestling. I mean, it's not like a behind-the-scenes, you know, a backstage this sounds word, like, you know. That sounds like Vince woke up, like, went into a senile state, ate some rocks, and then said, don't use the word interesting, because I just ate some interesting rocks, and they weren't really that good. <laughs> I got. I really. That's that's the best scenario I can think coming out from that. 
I really don't want to say about that one. Okay, this one I have heard of. Belt. Yeah. They want to call them titles or championships. Yeah. They they don't I know they don't like belt, belt or, or strap. strap. Yeah, that yeah. you know, that they don't want to, they're getting trying to get away from the old school mentality of those wrestlers calling them that and fighting for the strap, which I think it makes it cooler when you say that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean but, it just But that's it, just me. Yeah. It brings back, you know, the nostalgia of the <coughs> the, the older days and Right, when wrestling was actually wrestling. Yeah. Next word. I think, I think there's one left. Wrestling isn't wrestling. Ah, thanks, Max Landis. All right, and the number one <laughs> pro wrestling slash pro wrestler. So yeah, they superstars. Yes, they have to be superstars. And Superstars and divas. And, and I I still don't get why how you can call you how they can't call it pro wrestling, but yet wrestling is the name of their in their title. Yeah, it has always been. I mean, basically they with this list, WWE is only WWE. The letters don't stand for anything right. now. Right, I mean, well, you, you have, know, it's just the world we. Or it's just <laughs> yeah, it's like you said, it's just WWE. Yeah. When was the last time they actually named out everything? I can't. I can't remember. Yeah. Every, they, I don't ever hear World Wrestling Entertainment anymore. I just hear WWE. So that the only time you see it is like on a disclaimer or something when they yeah. actually have it, you know, written out. But right. I guess they're not saying it, so it's okay. Right. So those were the eight stupidest banned words in the WWE. That's on WhatCulture dot com. Go check it out. They also have a lot of great articles. And like, I, I feel stupider for reading that. <laughs> stupider. Stupid. See. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> well, let's move on. I don't because I can feel my brain cells. So I, slowly, I just watched a couple fall out of my ear. Yeah, yeah. So hey, hi. Monday, Raw. Monday Night Raw returns to Memphis, Tennessee. I always love watching Raw live. We, it, we always get good shows. Yeah. Yeah, we do. And it's a go-home. It's a go-home for, for Night of Champions. Night of Champions. And George said after that list, now Saxton makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, George. Producer George is on point today. Um, yeah, we got the Night of... We got two title matches. We have the Divas title match, which... You know, what if... What if Nikki's title reign comes one second short? Well, I think they're doing this because the it actually would be up like I think they it would be up after after the pay per view. I thought it was it was seven days last Monday. Was it? Yeah. Okay. I think I could. I, I George, you have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I could have sworn that it's supposed to expire or it's supposed to be beaten. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what if Charlotte Flair gets that win? Like one with one second left, I can see them doing that. Yeah, they'll give her the title, but she'll still, you know, Nikki would still be the longest. No, rating. no, no. I meant like one second short of the record. How funny would that be? I would laugh okay, my okay. ass off if they did it just because, like, they wanted to piss off Cena or something. Or <laughs> they're not gonna do that. No, they're not gonna do but that. But like I they're said, not- I could see them having Charlotte win, but it's technically like two minutes after. Or or thirty seconds or yeah, something. It'll something be like some, that where she still goes down in the books as the longest reigning yeah. Divas champion. And then, but then and then we'll it. actually have a true I think if she wins it that they should and if she contends if she keeps it after um 
Night of Champions. They need to trash the Divas title, get rid of that butterfly belt, yeah. bring back the Women's Wrestling Championship yeah. belt. And I, j- oh, I just said a banned word by Uh-oh. the WWE. I just said belt. You said wrestling also. And wrestling. And women. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> also, we're going to have I a really th- think... <laughs> I'd have to look this up, but I think Brock Lesnar has been on TV more times this year than Nikki has defended her title. Yeah, she hasn't defended it for shit since she's had it. No. I mean, and and while we're on the subject, the teams need to go. They're slowly breaking them up. You can tell that. Yeah, they they all need to go their separate ways. Um, George says, I'm never going to announce for WWE now. Shit. (laughs) Well, I guess I'll never win the U.S. belt. Or strap. Or the strap. I'll probably never win by disqualification. It'll be no, an in, you, it will you, be an you, interesting you, match, though. You'll you win by disqualification. You just won't win by DQ. Oh, I won't win by DQ. Yeah, It'll be like, an interesting match. You're not going to throw an ice cream cone in somebody's face. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, afterwards, I'll have to go to the hospital. Or the medical center. The medical center. Or And you, you get where we're going with this. Ridiculousness. Uh, but, yeah, I want to go back. They need to get rid of these teams once and for all. And... If you really truly want to have a Divas um, revolution, give these girls characters. You know, don't make Becky Lynch just the one that says, like, off-the-wall funny shit. I mean, I like it, but... Don't make her the one with the really cool shirt and that's it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, they're... They're planting the seeds that they're going to be breaking up and hopefully something big by like Survivor Series where there's, I mean, technically, I guess for a Survivor Series match, there'd still have to be teams. But, yeah. But, I mean, it'd be good to see like a big elimination match for like, I would, the title somehow. I would, I would want to see a triple threat between, of course, not actually a four corners match. Charlotte, Becky, Paige, and Sasha. That's what I would want to see. That would be an amazing match. They would that it, it'd have a chance of uh, stealing the show. The Bellas would be pissed. John Cena <laughs> would be pissed. The Bellas would be pissed. John Laurinaitis would be pissed because his future stepdaughters. Um, and uh, yeah, George just said in the chat room. Austin said the boss character is one of the best in the business. I agree. Oh yeah. And I w- I still want her in a stable. I would like to see her get partnered up with um, the New Day. That'd be as nice. as the boss. So she's ordering them around, and you know, I think she has the charisma enough because they put a video up of uh, it was Team Bad versus <laughs> the New Day, like arguing over shoes or something. And Naomi steps out and you know shows off her lighty right. light up shoes. And then uh Her new BK lights. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh Kofi said, Oh yeah, my shoes are so fly they got wings on them. Oh <laughs> but then they're doing the WWE is doing this dance for pediatric uh cancer. Right. Dance to stop it. And each of them are doing challenges. Well, the new day when they did their challenge, they were dancing around this thing and they lift up this like cape thing and Sasha Banks is there and just dancing with them and just in that is like she should be with the New yeah. Day. I mean, it, it makes. T- I'd actually wouldn't mind seeing Team Bad and New Day become <laughs> some sort of like new super stable. Yeah, they're probably not going to do that with everybody. No, right? no, no, no. But, but yeah, I, I mean, I could see them including, you know, Sasha. 
Because, I mean, it's been, how long has it been since they had a stable like that where they incorporated a woman that wasn't just, like, manager? I mean, you know. Right. You know, DX, there. China, um, and then the the later version, you had what, Tori was in it. Right, and um, the Hart Dynasty. Yeah. N- t- Natty. Hey, Divas Revolution, where's Natty? Oh, we don't know. Well, she's still out with Tyson. I, I know, but she needs, needs to be paying some bills and be a part <laughs> of the Divas Revolution. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot right here, right now. If you could make your own stable in the WWE with anybody, who would you pick? Go. How big is the stable? Uh, four to five. Four to five. Okay. Uh, does the stable get a manager? Sure. Okay. Yeah, Paul Heyman. Of course. Of course. Yes. Why not? Right. Right. I, I like it. I think you need somebody like Roman Reigns to be the muscle. Okay. Okay. I still like having him teamed up with Dean Ambrose. They work well together. They they play off of each other. Okay. I think you need uh, a smaller guy. I mean, I'm thinking when I think of a stable, I'm thinking somebody that like if they would you know bring back like cruiserweight title or something like that. And I mean, I, I want a stable that's going to win everything. Thinking you have like somebody like Neville. Okay. Come in. So many people now. Yep. <laughs> Told you I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> so so let's let's recap what you got so far. So you said Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose. Is that what you said? Dean Ambrose. Um, Adrian Neville. Adrian Neville. And you have a manager in Paul Heyman. I'm thinking to have a diva in there. I'm thinking Paige. I think okay. she'd work well with, with that group. Okay. A little bit of attitude. and I like it. Okay. So I, I've I've thought about this. Obviously. Um I would have like this I would I'd have a foreign nations stable led by Wade Barrett. And he would be your um point guy. Right. Your microphone guy. You know, he's the guy cutting your promos. I'd have a tag team of Cesaro and I think I'd bring Finn Balor up for this and make them a tag team, win the tag team championships. Okay. You have your upping I'd no Take that back. Take that back. I'm sorry. I got confused. Cesaro and Rusev. Rusev is your muscle, but they're a tag team, kind of like Batista and Ric Flair were right. in Evolution. Um, and then an up-and-coming guy, kind of like Randy Orton, I'd have Finn Balor and then have Paige in there too. For nice. A foreign invasion stable. I think that would be great. I would like to see that. I, I know, because I should be writing for the WWE. <laughs> We all should. Yeah. <laughs> We're all just a bunch of couch bookers and everything. Let's go back to Raw. Um, we got a tag team title match that we get to see. New Day and Primetime Players. Yep, and the winner gets the Dudleys at Night of Champion. Yes. I'm thinking New Day is going to win. Oh, yeah. But it's going to be an exciting match. We'll get to, I get to see the Dudleys live. I love seeing the Dudleys live. I'm thinking New Day will definitely retain. But then again, I could kind of see something happening where Dusty, they don't necessarily dusty like, finish. Yeah, and that sets up for like a triple threat mm. for the title. Yeah, how cool was it seeing the Dudleys with Edge and Christian on Raw talking to each other this past Monday night? All that was missing was the Hardys. And that I've seen the Photoshop, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> they in that company that doesn't exist. Yeah, um, but I saw the picture of the um, George says, "I just want to see a trombone." <laughs> 
the trombone works. The trombone plays. Is if we're in Ocean's Thirteen, the trombone plays. It plays. And did you see what I did there? Oh yeah, double entendre. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love seeing uh, the Dudleys interact with Edge and Christian. That brought back tons of warm, fuzzy memories of people dying on tables, lead and ladders, and chairs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing like the, the stuff that they did. Yeah, like the spear from the rope. Oh, I bet yeah. you. I bet you. I mean, like I said, you know, you got to include the Hardys in that, even though they weren't there. Because right, you know, those matches, I, I couldn't. I know they had to have wrestled before, but I mean, I can't recall just the Dudleys versus Edge and Christian. You know? Right, right, man. See, I bet you. And like, what's crazy is they had to go on Raw the next night, so you know Jeff Hardy was still probably feeling the effects oh, of yeah. that. that uh, Spear he took, and Edge probably was, you know, it's one of the re- reasons Edge's career is cut short yeah. was those matches. So, but then, uh, you know, speaking about speaking of the Dudleys, I know you, uh, we had talked about it earlier, you know, people complaining about Bubba Ray now coming out yeah. saying that he's too stiff of a worker and he deliberately hurt people in the ring, you know, if he and didn't I'm get sure, his way. I'm sure for the two that have complained, there are probably about 20 that, like, yeah, that's the business. Yeah. I mean, people are work stiff. You know, the Dudleys by then were set in their ways. You knew what you were getting. And to me, it just, it, you know, when was the last time Rene Dupree was mentioned in anything, <laughs> right? And Rico. I mean, like, Rico was, like, adamant in calling out Bubba. He's like, you can, I live in Las Vegas. You can come here and I'll tell you to your face that you hurt me yeah, or something I'm, like I'm that. sure he would. Yeah. I am I'm sure he would. Because he's a police officer, of course. He's yeah. Well, he's a, he's, a, well, he's, a part, he's a part-time okay. um, police okay. officer. I don't know. But I mean, yeah, I mean, you can just watching Bubba Ray, you can tell he's one of the the stiffer workers. Yeah, and you can tell that. But that's just it, his it, style. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, because of his size and his, I mean, part of his character. I mean, it's right. He's like it, a bruiser. Yeah, and it it that adds to his matches. Um, I mean, you know, we don't know the guy personally. We don't know if you know he could have had a couple incidents. You where know, he was it, never, off somebody, it never, it never, it didn't. It, he worked stiff. But it never seemed like it took liberties like JBL did with the Blue Meanie oh, yeah. at One Night Stand. He just beat the shit out of him. Yeah, right get, there bust, I think he broke his nose. Yeah. And I mean, Blue Meanie was bleeding all over the place after that. Right, yeah. right. So I'm sure he, he's stiff, but he, he never took liberties right. with any of the guys he worked with. I, I hope we see a 3D. But he, he's one of the. I always love how Bubba Ray like, sells. Like, when he takes the few times you ever saw it, but like, if he took the. Uh, the pedigree, I mean, that was just be- lays flat out, takes it all on his chest. I mean, he, well, he didn't pull that knee up to to block it. He, I think that, and that's goes testament to back in the his tough days at ECW. Oh yeah, I mean Rob Van Dam, man, Rob Van Dam could sell too when he man, took when a, he took a DDT. Jeez, <laughs> man, he turned into a board. So, anything else you're excited about? We're gonna see. Of course, we're I'm sure we'll see John Cena. We're gonna see Seth Rollins. I think Sting get to see Sting. Sting, li- Sting will be seen, there. I haven't seen Sting live, and man, I, shit. I saw him. I saw him at Fastlane when he came yeah. out, had the interaction yeah. with yeah. Triple H. But I mean, I'd love it. They're obviously not gonna do it, but I mean, it would be great if you know they threw him in a tag match or something. I mean, yeah, yeah. And let's talk a little bit about Sting in this angle. <laughs> what he did was kind of heelish. Yeah, destroying the statue. He should have Seth. If if it would have been me, uh, the angle, I, the way I would have set up the angle, Seth Rollins would have said no. At first, and George says Goofy Sting was hit or miss, and I, and I kind of agree with that. 
um, either be serious and not talking and cryptic, or be I can't think of he's he's trying to combine both of the WCW Sting personas. Right. I mean he's there's you know he's still got the look and all of the the crow Sting is what everybody called him. Mm-hmm. But now he's bringing out you know with some of the promos now he's bringing out more of the you know the the surfer Sting or whatever. You yeah, know? and you know he did um some stuff in TNA where he was kind of had a Joker side to him. Yeah. Where his makeup was kind of like the Joker, and I don't know if he's kind of throwing some of that in. But if I would have booked the angle that they did Monday, it would have been Seth Rollins saying, no, you're not going to get your shot. No, you're not going to get your shot. No. All right, fine. I'm not getting my shot. There goes your statue. Makes sense. And that makes him look more of a face, like, all right, fine, you asked for this. But him destroying it and then getting the shot, it was kind of, I don't know, there's something I just did not like about it. I think they're kind of ruining this this whole thing. What do you mean? They're wasting what they could do with Sting. I mean, yeah, they're putting him in the title picture, but the way they're setting it up, he's not going to win it, and it's just going to be another loss to him. Mm-hmm. You know, his second loss in WWE. You know, I think he th- – call me crazy. Is there a small chance he wins the title? I'm thinking, yeah. I mean, th- there's definitely a chance because they know that's what the fans want, but – <laughs> the reason I think that he's not going to win it, at least at this pay-per-view, is because I've read online that they're still not sure what match is going to close the card. They're thinking, they're leaning right now towards the U.S. title match closing. If that's the one that closes the show, they're not going to have Sting win mid-card somewhere. Right. Or first match of the night, you know, just right. because of the, Rollins is pulling double duty. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll get into predictions, I guess, uh, next show. Next, next week. Next week, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Prediction show. Derek gets to be wrong all night. <laughs> Yay. Um, but that that bothers me. If if they really do have the the World Heavyweight title match, like, somewhere in the mid-card, yeah. that's ridiculous. Are we going to say – let me ask you this, and you can say we'll save it for Thursday. All right, let's say that it is the last match. Sting wins. Do we see a cash-in? No. You don't think so? No, no. I don't think they would. That would use be the ultimate that. slap in the face for any vintage <laughs> Sting fans. Like, yes, he won the WWE <laughs> World Heavyweight title. Boom, broke kick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it, hoping that they put that match on to close the show, I mean, that being the main event, the outcome of that match really depends on what happens in the U.S. title match. Not going to agree. Not going to agree. Uh, let's see. George said, I did enjoy Seth's temper tantrum, though. That was pretty funny. Not having the world title finish the card in back-to-back pay-per-views is poor booking of your champion. I, yeah, oh, yeah, I agree to that. It, it Your biggest draw shouldn't be closing the show like Cena should be. It should be the world heavyweight title right? closing the show. So I can agree with that. Because, I mean, that's what everybody is supposed to be in the WWE for. I mean, right. You know, right. you're going after that title. That should be the most Which, coveted and... Yeah, what was the, was the ma- world heavyweight title match at the last paper in SummerSlam? Like, that was was that the main event? No, is Undertaker Lesnar, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean the the title match was like the, early in the card, wasn't it? The title for title match it was like mid card. Almost, yeah. the The Divas match was after that, and Kevin the, Owens, the and, Cesaro. Owens and Cesaro, and then obviously the Lesnar. Is Kevin Owens going to be fighting for the Intercontinental title? 
He has to be. I don't be. know. He has to be. I've seen, I think they're setting I saw it up. mentioned they were going to do that. Good. And we get to see Kevin Owens yeah, Monday. Yeah, we get to see Kevin oh, Owens. Oh, I get to see Kevin Owens. I'm so excited. <laughs> Dan will be so excited. Dan may get to meet Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> you don't show any emotion. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Dan. I know you're listening. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking to Leva Bates. Blue Pants herself. Yeah, yeah. Stick around. This is the Oversell Podcast. Welcome back to the Oversell Podcast. And join us now is one of the hardest working women in wrestling, Leva Bates. Leva, thanks for coming on the podcast. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, Leva. All right. So before we got into wrestling, we get into wrestling talk. One thing I wanted to talk about was this um, stuff you're doing with the Geek Soapbox. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. It's uh, a YouTube geek show. It's uh, mine and my co-host, Lee Ponton. Uh It's kind of one of our, I don't know, it just is a creation we came up with. It actually started from another vlog of his. He was doing Fit Fridays to, to encourage himself to lose weight to fit into a tux for his sister's wedding. So he had me as a guest on the show. But the show went completely off the rails. We didn't even even hardly talk about fitness. We talked about the X-Men movies. And I went on a tirade <laughs> about X3. And then he was just like, he was like, hey, guys, would you actually like to see more videos like this? Maybe Lee and I can do a whole show on our own. And people were, were like, yes, do it. So we kind of just created the Geek Soapbox. And we're technically in our second season. We have a ridiculous amount of episodes. We do everything. We talk about TV shows and movies. We list a lot of our favorite things. There's some Doctor we Who go going on, on in there. We go on vacation to cons and other places like Tabletop Gaming Day. We play video games. We play board games. We have guests on our show. I think Rhea Riley was one of the guests that was on our show. Uh, we've had some other people randomly on our show. Uh, actor friends of mine and a few other just random people. Hey, you're, you're hanging out with us? All right, you're on our show. <laughs> very <laughs> cool, awesome. very so, cool. Uh, we actually filmed an episode last night. Uh, it was an Until Dawn episode. Ooh. Not cool. sure when that's going to air. I beat the game already because I literally spent a weekend and didn't leave my house uh, <laughs> locked up in the dark, wrapped in a blanket, <laughs> sitting completely in front of my 40-inch. I was like, I have to be right on top of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> But Leon never played it, so... Me and another friend of mine who was actually visiting at the same time. So I'm like, you're the random guy that shows up for no reason. But we're going to watch Lee play it and watch him uh, trip balls. So that's what we did. He really <laughs> did. He's a little bit more jumping, jumpy than I am. I mean, I jumped a lot in the game as well. But it was fun because he was, he was tripping out massively. So we did that. We also filmed, uh, like last week, uh, 50 Random Facts. You may not know about us. So I don't know which one's coming out first. But, yeah, those two episodes are in the can. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it, it's it's kind of funny. I kind of gave Xavier Woods crap because he came up with his up, up, down, down like a year after we did the Geek Soapbox. I'm like, hey, why are you going to copy <laughs> me and be more popular and have more subscribers than me? <laughs> well, that episode, you guys... He laughed. He was like, I'm getting you on the show soon. So, hopefully, <laughs> well, that I'll episode... end up on that show as well and we can cross-promote. Oh, well, that episode about your crib, I mean, you, and I mean this in a good way, you have, like, the geekiest crib I think I've ever seen. Well, thank you. I <laughs> just moved, and I, I took a week. So I was working uh, during the day, and 
unpacking and decorating at night. I, it took me a week exactly because I wanted to film a show. And I wanted, I had uh, guests coming and staying with me for a few days within the next couple weeks. So I wanted to get everything done so I wouldn't have to worry about it. So that, that was an endeavor. I'm not going to lie. I'm at all, cause I have a lot of stuff. Yeah, and I can tell. And the thing is, it's a collection <laughs> from even when I was a kid. So it's not like, oh, I just bought all this stuff just now. Right. This is a collection I've had. I'm a hoarder, I guess, but is it really hoarding if your shit's cool? I don't know. No, no it's uh, not. I mean, I've got G.I. Joe stuff from when I was a kid still. So. Exactly. I mean, a lot of my, my kids, my kids like... by my ex-stepdad. <laughs> yeah. So I don't have like any of my Master of the Universe and, or Jim dolls or my... My thunder cats. Yeah, toys, I, I think back. I think back to the times when uh, when I had stuff like that, and I'm just like, man, if I had my He-Man action figures now. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I mean, I guess parents, the collecting wasn't a thing back then. It's like no. parents had no idea. So when you got to a certain age and you stopped playing with it, they're like, oh hey, you're not playing with this. We'll just give it away. And then you know, like 10, 15 years later, you're like, hey, where did that go? I remember specifically, um, my mom got tired of me leaving Optimus Prime, the original Optimus Prime, uh, out all the time, you know, in, in the middle of the floor. And uh, she kicked it one time, and it hurt her foot, and she threw it across the room and shattered it into a million pieces. And I, I still, to this day, I'm like, Mom, that's a $400 toy now. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Yeah, exactly. That's on your tab. <laughs> well, let's move into wrestling. When when did you start training? Or actually, what got you into professional wrestling? What made you a fan? Um, I've always been a fan, even when I was little, uh, like a child. I would hang out with my grandmother's next door neighbor, who's a boy a couple years younger than me. He also loved wrestling, so I started watching it with him. And we just, I don't know, it just captivated me. It was over the top, colorful characters. Something about the physicality of it all just drew me in. And we would go to to local live shows. And I think his parents even took us to a WWF at the time event. Mm-hmm. And it was like the greatest thing ever because I got to see Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior live as a tiny, tiny child. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. So I've always just been into wrestling. There's a tiny period in... Uh, puberty when i was like oh i'm a girl i'm supposed to like wrestling and i got over that really quickly <laughs> yeah <laughs> really really quickly especially with the whole uh, monday night wars so that kind of brought me back into it so i was like oh my god this is so different than when i you know watched it a few years ago so what were some got of your back uh... into it and just never really looked back i was like you know what if you don't like me because i like wrestling then you know screw it like or now Retrospect, suck it. Yeah, there you, you know? go. <laughs> <laughs> but, what, what were yeah, what were some of your early favorites? Like, I like wrestling. You don't like it? I don't care. What were some of Apparently, your early I don't favorites? Need to be your friend, then you know, like you're gonna be all judgy McJudgerson. That's right. I don't need that. So <laughs> no. I've always been like that. So stay with me through college and everything. And I uh, I've always wanted to be a performer. That was just kind of something I knew I was gonna do from the get go. Apparently, I used to have an audience when I was potty training. Swear to God, my mom tells that story to everybody. (laughs) And uh, I would not go on the potty unless you clap for me after I was done. I needed an applause, apparently, when I was little. So my mom knew. She's like, we knew you were heading heading for entertainment. We're just hoping it wasn't like a continuation of the pee thing. So (laughs) thank God I got out of that and got in more 
into like acting and stunts <laughs> and dance. So that's what I actually went to school for. Uh, I did a double major with theater emphasis acting and then radio TV production with a minor in dance. So I ended up getting all sorts of odd and end jobs, performing at dude ranches, other theme parks, uh, random shows here and there, plays, uh, student films, short films. So I ended up moving to Florida. I got a job at Universal Studios where they were filming TNA at the time. And uh, I would go and watch because I was a big fan and I got in for free. So why wouldn't I, you know, free wrestling? Psh, there. Oh, yeah. So I ended up making friends with a lot of uh, people who were just starting to train. And they're like, well, if you wrestle, I mean, if you dance and do stunts and act, why wouldn't you wrestle? And I'm like, I don't know. How do I get into it? Like, you go to a school. And I'm like, what? Huh? <laughs> was school? That wasn't a that wasn't a course in my university that I know it's a wrestling school. And I'm like, what? So I just went with them the next day and signed up. I initially signed up to be a manager, but after the first day, uh, they looked at me like, you're not a manager. You're already in there bumping, and you're wanting to learn more stuff. So you're a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Just face it, you're a wrestler. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I never looked back. Nice. Well, and you trained with, I think, one of our other guests we've had on. You trained with uh, Andrea, formerly Rosie Lottelove, didn't you? Yep. Formerly Betsy Ruth. Form- yes. Formerly <laughs> 8 million other <laughs> names. Like, hey, how many names are you going to have? <laughs> <laughs> well, and yeah, 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 we actually we, we met at the first school, which was FXE. That was AJ Gallant, Matt Bentley, and Devon Dudley. And then when Devon went and opened his own school with Baba the Team 3D Academy, we both went over there with him. Because, I mean, who are you going to follow? The guy that's, you know, one of the most decorated tag team right. in the world. So, yeah, we're going to go with these guys. No-brainer. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, I've, I've watched, uh, I've been YouTubing a bunch of your stuff and everything, getting ready for the interview and everything, and uh, I ran across uh, a match with uh, you and uh, one of uh a person I've been on a couple of wrestling shows with, uh, great, great, great wrestler and uh, even more awesome person, uh, Miss Natural Heather Patera, um, and uh, the the match specifically that I watched was uh, Beam Me Up Leva Bates versus Miss Natural. <laughs> oh my <laughs> was, god! Was you in the, the uh, Spock outfit? Star Wars references and I'm a Star Trek. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. I loved I mean, that. Was that. A lot of fun. That match was one of one of my. It's one of my top ones at Shimmer. Yeah. Because everyone was like, "Oh my god, that was so much fun! It's so good!" Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we just went out there and we had fun. It wasn't about like, all right, we gotta do all these crazy spots. It was just us telling a story: Star Wars versus Star Trek. Yep. You know, and Miss Natural being Miss Natty, you know, and like, hey, I just need a beer. I don't know any of this star <laughs> stuff. You know, so it was such a fun little story. The crowd ate it up. We ate it up. It was just a lot of fun. I love her. She's so much fun. Oh, yeah. She's so great. random. My mom even loves her. We got to do, uh, it was one of Pondo's shows, the the chick fight, girl fight, whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. And my mom got to meet her, and we were all, you know, at the after dinner party thing and my mom is just cracking up but my mom also loves pondo so it's just really weird 
he's so funny. Which I was close, yeah. <laughs> Crazy Mary, too. She I was, a, I was a rosebud with Pondo one time uh, at WWE. It was pretty... Uh, we, <laughs> I didn't even realize it was Pondo until like after we took the costumes off, I think. <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't even know Pondo was a rosebud. Um, that was probably about... Actually, it's probably about almost a year ago. Yeah, yeah. It was wow. uh, September of last year, I believe. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, t- I'm gonna give him crap next time I see him. Like, what? I didn't. I knew. Like, I think Sarah has been a uh, crazy. Mary has been a roast, but I didn't know he was. I th- I think Mary and him were there the same night. Um, oh, I gotta give him crap. And I think Pondo, me and Pondo were one of the ones that caught uh, Adam as he fell off the ropes, you know, that night. It was, it was kind of Oh, funny. that's fun. So, yeah. Yeah, it was great. Well, going back to your um, Star Trek um, stuff, you one of the things you're famous for is you seem you always seem to wrestle in these costumes. Where did you get that idea? That's just me. <laughs> that's honestly me 100%. Uh, when you're... When well, when I first first started wrestling, they were trying to put me with like kind of a sexy gimmick, and that's just not me. I don't know if y'all seen me. I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not like the sexy like, hey, look at me, I'm hot girl. And that's not who I am. I'm and I'm me. I'm a geek. <laughs> so I was like, no. And then when Baba and Devon were going over like characters and promos and gimmicks. They're like, it's basically take who you are and turn it up to 11. And from there, you can find out what gimmick works and what doesn't. You can, you know, add and take away and change. And that's how I am. I told him I want to be this super geek girl. And what, you know, at least what me as a geek does, I dress up in costumes for no reason at all. Absolutely no reason at all. Not even a con. I'll just be like, hey, guess what? I want to wear a costume. I'm doing a bowling like, I'm gonna wear a costume and make all of my people wear costumes, and we're gonna have themes every week. Why? Because I want to. There you go. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I would go to parties dressed up, and it wouldn't be costume parties. I'd just be random parties. So I'd be walking around with my, you know, red leather pants and my steak, and you know, it's blonde at time. I'd be like, "What? I'm Buffy." Nice. And they'd be like, "What? We don't even know." but you're just strange so <laughs> I, it's me I, my, most of my college years was playing D&D and Smash Brothers so that's what I really remember from college not necessarily <laughs> what you learn uh, what? so I, that's just me 100% like I mean as you guys see my house is 100% geek yep. so I, I don't know that's just how I've always been so when I, I decided especially this was when I first started wrestling this was way before culture I think really was embraced and took off so there's nobody in wrestling uh this is way before like they you know even AJ Lee was signed it was like no geeks in wrestling that I could see uh saw like so I decided just to be like all right I'm gonna embrace this this is who I am I am a geek and I love wrestling I think there's a lot of geeks out there who love wrestling so you're you're talking to two of them right now find a niche (laughs) and like if I come out wearing a costume and then try to tell a story they'll get the story because it probably is related to the costume I'm wearing so I just kind of went with that idea and and it's literally me turned up to 11 <laughs> well and one thing I liked in the in a match I watched you came out um and you were 
dressed as Harley Quinn, but you weren't just dressed as her. You you had the voice like her. You're swinging your hammer around. I mean, you re- you really seem to delve into these characters that you're coming into the ring as. I mean, that's kind of again, that's the actor in me. <laughs> again, I, I do have a degree in acting, uh, so I kind of just. That's what's fun about it. I, I think if you're going to wear a costume, you should embrace the characteristics. And I always found that interesting. Instead of just doing a match and your same moves over and over and over, if you embrace this character, you can discover something new. I added a lot more kicks into my repertoire because I started doing Chung Li, and I realized Bubba one day was like, you're fucking you. Excuse my language because you guys this. But your rapping kicks are better than your clotheslines. Why don't you start doing those more? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Because I just only did it as Chung Lee. It's like, no, no, no. Start doing that more often. That's awesome. Like, you discover things about yourself because you are doing something within a character. So, I don't know. I, I've always enjoyed exploring and pushing myself as a performer as well. Like, all right, I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. Can I do this whole pirate drunken swagger thing? <laughs> I don't know. Let's try it out. And it worked. So, I, it's one of those I like to challenge myself why go out there and just do a regular match when i can go out there and try to you know challenge myself and see what i can pull off what can i actually add whatever this characteristic is Mm. you know so i I don't know i i think for me it's almost entertaining myself more so than the audience at times (laughs) (laughs) well i mean entertainment is the name of the game and uh i've got i've got to hand it to you 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 seem to be like the queen of self-promotion here and that's you know that's the way to get your name out and everything. And I've got to compliment you on that. Cause that's, you know, Oh, thank you. I you, appreciate that. You seem to have your, uh, seem to have your ducks in a row and have everything, you know, pushed out there in front of you to where you, you've made a name for yourself and you know, your, your reputation, your reputation, excuse me, precedes you now. So, I mean, it's, it's great. You know, I, you know, when you see the name Leva Bates on a show, you know, something entertaining is going to happen. When you see you well, Bates, so. thank you. So, but yeah, I, I've got to, I've got to definitely compliment you on that, you know, and just tell you, you know, that's, that's just the business side of me, you know, no noticing what I've noticed over the past seven years of being a pro- professional wrestler myself, you know, I just. Well, thank you very much. A lot it's, of people don't. It's not get, easy, but I, I try. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people don't get that part of the business, you know, and. uh you seem to be doing very well at that. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, I, I still feel like there's a lot I got to learn. A friend of mine, she's actually going to school uh, for PR and and stuff. And so she's kind of, for some of her class projects, she's actually like, can I just use you? Because you're like probably the most like entertainer like type person I know that actually has like followers and stuff. Can I like make stuff for you and do stuff and write up things for you. And like some of the stuff that's been posted has either been her or I, you know, like mm-hmm. probably mostly her, uh, like here, I posted this up. I'll post it on your, your Facebook for you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I have let her kind of PR a little bit during her class, but like, I feel like I've learned a lot within the last couple of months of just her taking that class as well. So, so, I mean, there's always room to learn and grow, especially when it comes to promoting yourself and, and getting your name out there. So, I, I don't know. I, I appreciate that. And I really think I'm trying to do do it right 
but there is really no handbook, at least that I've received. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I think I'm doing this right. I don't know. I don't know if it's oversaturating. A lot of that is really trial and error. <laughs> it's really trial and error once you get to that point, you know. You're kind of like, yeah. this worked and this didn't. Okay, well, let's do more of that other one. It worked, you know. <laughs> exactly. Now, have you ever had a, gotten a, to wrestle anyone where you step in the ring and like, oh, this is awesome, I get to wrestle this person? All the time. Almost everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. No, I mean, there's there's a few times where the big, big markout moment I think I had uh, in my career at one point was I got booked in a, in a three-way match with Daphne. And growing up, Daphne was always one of my favorites because she didn't look like or act like any of the other girls at the time she was you know she was with crowbar and wcw and she screamed she was gothic <laughs> everyone else was model pretty i mean don't get me wrong she's gorgeous absolutely gorgeous but you know they have that certain look you know or, or like you know what i mean like and again nothing wrong with the way like the the trishes and the sunnies and all of them but she just was so different and i was i gravitated to her i was like oh wow you are so, so different i like that you stand out you you're not like the other girls. You're you're kind of dark and fun and crazy, and that that's not happening anywhere else. So she was always one of my favorites, you know, especially in the the Monday Night War situation. So when I finally got booked against uh, her in a match, that was a big moment for me because I'm like, oh my god, oh, I can wrestle <laughs> Daphne. That's so cool, you know. So <laughs> that was definitely a markout moment for me, the big one. Now, um, ha- have you done work in Japan? Did I see that? Japan? No, I haven't been to Japan. Okay, okay, I get, I get yeah. confused sometimes. I, I've been to Switzerland and Mexico. Okay, but not not Japan. Well, h- how was it working the Mexican style? Uh, it, it was different because I didn't speak Spanish and they barely spoke English. <laughs> that, was, that was a lot of oh my god! I don't know what I'm going into. Let's just feel each other out. So that was really cool because. It was, you don't really know what each other is saying. So it's all a physical communication. Like, all right, oh, okay, yep, I'm doing, this is the arm drag. Okay, yeah, woo, you know? <laughs> so it was fun. It was, it was, Mexico was the first time I ever got to travel outside of the U.S. to wrestle. So that was a crazy experience. And then some of the people, you know, like, Hooventude was on the tour with us. It was like like a week tour thing. I was there. I don't remember. It all blends in. But I remember he was there. I'm like, oh my god, that's so cool. You know? <laughs> wow. Again, mark out moment. Uh, and then several years later, I got to go to Switzerland, which was one of the best experiences I ever had because Switzerland's just a beautiful country and and everyone I talked to spoke English, thank God. So I was like, oh, hey, I can, we can talk. <laughs> but it was just, it was such a whirlwind crazy weekend i was literally there for a weekend i think i flew in late thursday got there friday and flew out on a monday or something and it was just nuts or maybe yeah and flew back home and went straight to work (laughs) so it was one of those like oh my god oh what just happened it actually happened or was that a dream so that was really cool and it was a cool little like international show so you had people from all over the world represented you had uh you know i was the united states representative 
for some reason, which is awesome. <laughs> uh, we had like Germany, uh, obviously Switzerland, Sweden, uh, Finland, England. It was it was really cool. Um, wow. And, and it's crazy because you had all these people from all these different countries, but the common language was English. So I didn't expect – I didn't know what to expect in the, the the locker room. And so when you get there and everyone's like, oh, oh, hi, how are you? And I'm like, oh, we can talk. Yay! <laughs> Instead of me going to my phone, going, we have Wi-Fi, let me get the translator. I am ready for you. <laughs> so, no, it was everyone spoke English. It was all funny, like funny-sounding English, but it was awesome. It was so much fun, and everyone was so sweet. Uh, I got to meet a lot of cool people, like like Lady Lori and uh, Sarah. What's her work name? I can't remember off the top of my head. I just know her, Sarah. Oh, there's so many cool people, like and Angela. He, there's a lot of cool girls there, and even like guys. And some of the guys I actually knew from coming over in America, like like. It was just, it was a really cool experience. And then I even got to like do uh, some bungee jumping the next day off of the Bond Bridge. I mean, that was the first time I ever bungee jumped. And of wow. course, I had to do it off of <laughs> something that was in a movie. Uh-huh. So that was, it was just so much fun. I got to play in castles and go up the mountain. And it, oh, God, it's so much fun. I miss Europe. I'm ready to go back. Uh, I tell you, the, 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 have you ever wrestled in Canada? Actually, I have not. You have not. Okay. I have not. I don't. Know I was. Why. I always wondered I have about not Canada. Crossed our northern borders. I know I'm in Florida, and I love the sun. <laughs> At least the heat. I don't really like the sun. I like the heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. God, maybe they're like, Leva can't handle this cold up here. So we're not <laughs> I well, don't I, know. Uh, I, I'm asking. Actually, I ask talking about talking and talks with a couple of companies. So hopefully by this year or the beginning of next year, I'll break into Canada. There you go. Well, so I, I, I'm talking with a few, so hopefully I'll pan out. I ask about Canada because of like uh, that. For some reason, I always thought if I wrestled in Canada, I'd made it. For some reason, I don't know why, but I, I guess it was because of the hearts and their tradition in Canada and everything. Oh, I always, absolutely! I always There's thought so that, much like, wrestling, yeah, uh, <laughs> everything in Canada. So absolutely. Yeah, I, I guess I always thought if I if if you know I, I I ever got invited to wrestle in Canada, then I'd made it. I don't know why, but I just <laughs> that was in my head for some reason. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong with that you know but hey there ain't nothing wrong with wrestling over in europe either golly <clears throat> well kind of what shows do you have that you can pr- go ahead and promote for us uh, i have wsu this weekend i am defending my spirit title they have not told me against who yet so it's it, they're starting off with uh chaos and i'm okay with that you want to surprise me and bring out mystery opponent number one bring it so I'm pretty excited. I mean, that's what spirit's all about, right? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Just jumping in, diving in head first. Why not? Uh, I mean, I've already broke my nose winning the belt, so why not just dive in head first, see who I wrestle? But yeah, no, I'm defending <laughs> it this weekend on on Saturday. Uh, it's going to be in Voorhees, New Jersey. It's also on iPay-Per-View. So if you guys can't be there live, definitely check it out on iPay-Per-View and VOD. Uh, so... Yeah, and they have know, a lot of good people on the show. It's going to have uh, Cherry Bomb versus Candice LeRae for her belt, the the main title belt. Keep saying heavyweight, but I guess for women, it's not really a heavyweight, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just a WSU title? I guess so. I like the spirit <laughs> title because I call it like I, – I equate it to the, the IC 
belt, and I think that's way cooler yeah. of a belt anyway. So. Yeah, the IC belt was always my favorite growing up, too. Yeah, me too. I love the IC belt. So I'm totally okay with being the spirit champion, a.k.a. the WSU IC belt. <laughs> and um, do they have the website uh, for the iPay-Per-View? Uh, I want to say it's on CSEW Studios. Okay. Uh, hold on for a second. Is someone knocking on my door? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't see anyone, so... That was weird. Maybe that's <laughs> my neighbors are heard. But anyway, um, I think it's ccwstudios.com. Okay. I, at least I'm pretty sure that's what their Twitter handle is. So if you go to their Twitter handle, there'll be a link from there to check it out. Or just go to the you know WSU uh, Twitter website, and you can find a link there. So that's this Saturday. Uh, I have... Ronin Pro Wrestling in Miami in two weeks. I'm wrestling Angel Rose with uh, guest referee Sue Young. So that's going to be absolute chaos and awesome. <laughs> yeah, so, Sue, Sue, uh, is actually, I, I Sue is actually a regular up in this area. Uh, Sue Young was. That's <laughs> me crazy. Mm-hmm. I have, what else do I have? I know in October I am working on a uh, tour in the UK and it looks like I might be branching out into to Germany if it all works out. So hey, what's up, Europe? I'm coming back. Good. There you That's go. Great to so hear. I'm really excited about that. That's going to be the middle and end of October. So hopefully that pans out. I'll keep my, all of my fingers and everything crossed because I really want to go back to Europe. I'm really excited about that. So. All right. And where can folks find you on social media? I am Wrestling Leva on Twitter and Instagram. I do the Twitter the most. So if you want to like contact with me or just like, hey, what's Leva up to? Oh, she just posted a funny meme. Uh, I would suggest doing that the most because that's what I that's what I do. Um, it's easier for me to do Twitter and Instagram because I'm a very visual person. I also have a Facebook. It's fan page. It's Wrestling Leva. The official FB page is what it's called. I think it's my one of my headshots. My acting headshots is the picture, actually. Uh, I call it my badass headshot. Like, what's up? The fight? <laughs> um, what else do I have? I have a website. I've not updated it in a million years, so I apologize. I, uh, I no longer have a computer to update it, so I haven't been able to update it. So I apologize to all of you. I don't think I've updated it since either January or February. So, but there's more on there, and my links are on there if you need to find like YouTube channels, uh, our soapbox, Geek Soapbox YouTube channel, uh, you know, any of my social media or any sort of links, they're all on there as well. And of course, you know, follow the goat, geek, the goat, the Geek Soapbox. Uh, we have Twitter. Instagram, obviously, YouTube, subscribe, so you can be the first to see when we put out a new video, which is normally at least once a week or every two weeks. Uh, Lee has his own little vlog he does, too, so he alternates it a lot. But sometimes he's been so busy he hasn't been able to vlog himself, so it's been, oh, okay, we'll put out another Geek Soapbox instead. (laughs) So that's kind of what we're doing. But, yeah, follow us on there, too, so you can see all of my crazy geek moments. Because I really do geek out a lot on the shows. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, right. devi- I definitely want to check out your YouTube stuff and yeah, all that stuff. Because uh, Derek, Derek watching it alone it makes me want to watch it. So, 
Awesome. Yeah, so. definitely check it out. Uh, I think the channel for the Geek Soapbox is ML Potton. That's actually Lee's channel, but he's the one that does all of the, the actual technical work. So uh, I have links on my YouTube channel, and I'm going to say it's either Leva Bates or Wrestling Leva on YouTube. You'll find it. Okay. I don't even know. <laughs> or there's a link, I think, on my website that I don't update. So you can check that out, too. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. All right. Well, yeah, a couple extra of me, like a few clones. That would help out a lot. Yeah. Sounds. It, it sounds like you need them. I've just got. <laughs> I've just got one question. I want. I do want to ask you though. Um. And I'm just. I'm just curious about this. You know. And we. We actually had to schedule this interview at an odd time because you said you were on your way to tape something at a certain show that shall remain nameless at this point. Um. And I'm just curious. Are you actually contracted by said company, or are you on a pay-by-appearance at this point? I'm a free agent with all of the companies I work for. Ah, okay. <laughs> all right. So that's why I can you will send me on one show one day, and the next day I'll be in another show. Gotcha. In another state. <laughs> that's awesome, actually. Oh, yeah. uh, it's kind of a cool situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it, it's fun because I, I get to dabble in everything. Yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of like kind of like, like to, I'm a social butterfly, even in the world of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I I I actually like that situation. Uh, I think that actually makes you able to capitalize and be more popular on your brand and your name. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I like it. It's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I've gotten to, like I said, check off things on my on my bucket list. I've gotten to achieve dreams and goals I never thought I would ever be able to achieve. So I'm, I'm living the dream right now and loving every second of it. Awesome. Well, that's great. Well, we're going to wrap up the interview. Um, thank you for coming on the show. We'd love to get you on again sometime. Uh, I know you're extremely busy, so... But thank you again for coming on. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you, and we'll, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Oversell Podcast. That was our interview with the awesome Leva Bates. Leva, if you're listening, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hope you had a great time. I hope you had as much fun talking to us as me and Dan did talking to you. We just got some big news on the interwebs. Mike, I'm going to let you... Mike, you break it. All right. A little bit of a spoiler alert. But the next NXT TakeOver, which will be taking place on October 7th, the main event, and as it's listed here, the main event, as in the last match on the card, the actual main event, Sasha versus Bayley in a rematch in a 30-minute Iron Woman match. Whoa! Man, that is awesome. God, that's going to be such a great match. I mean, that stole SummerSlam weekend. Yeah. The last yeah. match did. I mean, that was the best match yeah. all I weekend ba- I long. went back and rewatched it like a week ago. And it was amazing. Ma- you know, what? one of the spots I keep seeing that I keep meaning to talk about is when Sasha was in the corner and Bailey did uh, a springboard elbow drop onto Sasha while yeah. she was tangled up. That was such a cool spot. But it was that whole match wasn't high spots or anything too. It was great wrestling. It was just a great match. Yeah, yeah. it was just it, it told a great story, and now we get a rematch. 
Thank you, Triple H. That <laughs> will go at least 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, we know we're going to get a good long match. Divas in a 30-minute long match. When was the last time we saw that? I, I don't even think never? I don't think Trish and Lita ever went 30 minutes. I don't think so. But that's that's some big news. You heard it here first on the Oversell <laughs> Podcast, folks. Unless you have the internet. You heard it here first on the Oversell <laughs> Podcast, folks. <laughs> well, we're almost done here. Uh, Mike, you got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I'm really looking forward to that match now. I, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to Ma- Raw Monday at the FedEx Forum in downtown Memphis. Are we carpooling again? Probably. Yes. It I hate doesn't it. make sense not to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We always got to stick together at our Raw shows. <laughs> All right. Well, as we like to finish every episode, and when I remember, we like to do Superstar of the Week. So, Mike, I ask you, who is your Superstar of the Week? I'm going Braun Strowman. I said that a week ago, or two weeks ago, and you're like, this guy, you did, and I think that's the actual quote. Okay, yeah. I'll have to go back and listen to make sure, but yeah. Why, why Braun Strowman? Because he's the new guy Who, do you think is it randy orton <laughs> going to be the third for ambrose and reigns unfortunately so yeah. i mean i don't have any i love randy orton but it would have been nice to see somebody new brought in yeah this has been a good time to bring up like someone from nxt well one of the one of the things i saw uh that i really got excited about if it would have happened but somebody wrote article i don't remember what site it is now but somebody wrote an article how the third person should be baron corbin That'd be pretty cool. Bring him up. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. And you know what? I'd bring him up and then have him turn. Yeah, that'd be great. Not maybe not necessarily join the Wyatts, but then and then he cuts a promo. He's like, "I'm the Lone Wolf," right? Because that's what his nickname is, the Lone Wolf. Yeah. And then that'd be so awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it's the way it's looking. It's going to be Orton, but I kind of don't want it to. At be. least I'd love it to be somebody just totally. Well, different. at least it's not Orton Sheamus in this in another match at a paper <laughs> at a pay per view. True. So, uh, my superstar of the week, I'm going to go with Leva Bates. Makes sense. So, hey George, while you're in the chat room, let's go ahead and get yours. Who's your superstar of the week? George says his superstar of the week is the New Day. Good choice. All I, right. I, yeah. You can New Day's awesome, man. They need more New Day on Raw. Well, that is going to be it for this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing on iTunes. Hey, while you're on iTunes next time, give us a little review. Five stars. Four stars. Just a little one. And, and you know, say a couple of nice things in the comments, what you like, maybe in what you dislike, and what we can improve on. Also, be sure you're following us on Twitter at Oversell Podcast. I am at Shropenuts. At WolfMike23. That's going to be it for this week, you guys. Thank you, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>